Hey guys, welcome out to Psychology Hacks. We're getting back into the swing of things, and I'm really excited to keep these episodes going. Um, I really tried my best to focus on lessons that are practical to everyday life, these things that are useful. I just I can't stand it when people teach psychology, but they make it really vague and academic to the point where you don't even really understand what the point of learning that lesson even was. So I try to keep things short and useful. Uh, and today what I want to talk about is called the pratfall effect. And it's something that I feel can be a good way to boost your social standing. And honestly, that's one of the main reasons to study psychology. It helps you to understand others and yourself a little bit better. Uh, it helps you to be happier, to be more successful. And the better you understand others and the way that they react to you, the way that they respond to you, um, the easier it is to navigate through life. And it's really important to be able to understand how other people are going to perceive you. I think that a lot of times people think that they can just focus on themselves and everything will kind of work out. And to some extent, that's true. But if you're not really paying attention to other people, you're not going to get very far. If you don't plan ahead and realize that the way you act is going to cause other people to perceive you in a certain way, if you're blind and ignorant to that, you're really setting yourself up for failure. You're putting yourself in a very dangerous position because down the road, you might not realize that you're upsetting people or you might not realize that you're alienating yourself. Um, and it just it takes tuning into people, but it also takes actually learning the, you know, human nature. And I mean, that just takes time. It takes repetition. It takes a lot of study and research. And this, that's one of the things I try to provide to you guys in these, these short lessons is things that you can use practically that you don't have to sit in a classroom and just kind of, you know, hope that one day you, you get to analyze somebody. No, I, I want you guys to have little tips and tricks that you can take out into the world and apply ideally today. So let's get into it. The pratfall effect is it's this interesting little thing that helps people to become a little bit more likable. Now, a lot of times when somebody is successful, when they're well off, when they're, uh, when they're good at what they do and they seem to be able to just kind of make things happen, it's really easy for the people around them to start getting jealous or at the very least to start feeling disconnected from that person. So let's say that there's someone at work who's extremely good at their job. They always seem to be in the good graces of the boss. Uh, promotions come their way. Things just kind of work out for them. It's perfectly natural for you to have some kind of negative feelings toward that person, some kind of resentment, some jealousy, animosity, okay? Let's say that you're good or even just average at your job. It's going to be difficult for you to not feel a little bit of that jealousy towards them, okay? And even if you think that you're above that, let's remember that most people are not going to be above that when it comes to you, okay? So when somebody's on top, it, it tends to be easy to disconnect um, from everyone else on some level or for them to get disconnected from everybody else on some level. Whether that's they feel disconnected or other people feel disconnected from them, usually it goes both ways, honestly. Um, now, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably interested in being above average. You probably wanna be on top. And it's just it's really helpful to look at things from an outside perspective because once you get to the top, you need to understand that people are gonna start seeing you differently. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's not enough to just focus on yourself. You have to really understand what's going on. When you start moving up in the world, it tends to have an isolating effect on everybody around you, okay? And it's something that's difficult to deal with because once you reach that level of proficiency, you start leaving people behind. You know, that can cause a lot of animosity. And it's not that you intend to leave people behind. It just kind of happens. You know, you outgrow your peer group. Um, if you're constantly being faced with more responsibility, just, they just can't relate to that. You know, if the people that were on the level you used to be and you eventually start to lose touch. It's perfectly natural, it happens. Okay, so don't feel bad about it and don't resent the people that do move on. 
Um, but if you're gonna be truly successful in life, you need to learn, learn to mitigate the amount of resentment that you attract. And the pratfall effect is a very simple way to do that. I think it's very effective. Um, it's, very, it's very elegant because it doesn't, it's not really manipulation. It's just understanding that people, you know, they can be childish. They, they see you doing well for yourself and it's not that they're consciously thinking, oh, well, screw that guy. But on some basic primitive level, we kind of are thinking that, you know. We want to tear other people down to build ourselves up because it's easier to do that than it is to build ourselves up. And even if you think that you're above that, again, that doesn't mean that other people are above it. And honestly, you probably aren't, let's be honest. But let's get into it. If you guys, if you want to read about the exact experiments that they did to prove this, uh, you can find them online pretty easily. But basically what they found is that uh, somebody who's considered to be proficient and intelligent is actually going to be seen as more likable uh, when they make the occasional goofy, clumsy mistakes, okay? Again, that's occasional, not constant. Uh, but in the experiment that they performed, basically they played an audio recording uh, where contestants were answering trivia questions. And one person was coming across as being about fairly average intelligence. The other person was doing a lot better. And then at some point during the event, you can hear some commotion and the average guy starts saying how embarrassed he is because he spilled coffee on his new suit, okay? Um, afterwards, the subjects rated the guy who had made the mistake as being a lot more likable, a lot more, you know, relatable. He's more human because everybody can relate to making goofy mistakes and how embarrassing that is when you do make that mistake. Everyone knows if you do something ridiculous like that, it feels uncomfortable. Everybody knows what that feeling is. It's our, it's our worst nightmare to be humiliated in front of the group, right? So basically what this implies is that if we feel like people are becoming resentful, or they're being seen as disconnected and isolated, we can combat this by showing a little bit of that human side. Making some small, silly mistakes like that, it, it just it helps humanize us, it helps us, helps others from to keep from seeping, seeing us as being on some kind of pedestal, okay? It brings us down to earth, uh, especially if we're willing to laugh at ourselves and to be humble. Um, and there's a difference, like if people are actively out to get you and like they hate you and their resentment is like actually sabotaged, that might be a little bit different. But it, what, it's more about when people are intimidated by you, if they don't feel like they can connect with you or relate to you, uh, it, it's more in that area. Or like if you, if you start off at the bottom and you start to rise through the ranks in whatever social order or uh, I don't know, like career situations you're in, if you start to get promoted like that, anybody that's been in that situation knows that their old peer group kind of starts to hate them a little bit. Maybe not hate them, but there's resentment there because now that you're telling them what to do and they're like, well, you used to be one of us. This doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. Um, you're not that much better than us. And it, they don't really understand what you go through on a daily basis and the kind of responsibilities that you're dealing with. Let me take a vodka break. Okay. <clears throat> so what I would add to the results of this experiment um, other than, so they were f focusing on like goofy mistakes. Now, if you make like life-threatening mistakes, if you make serious mistakes that are constantly causing you know, huge issues and inconveniences to everybody else, um, like if you're the boss and you're, you're constantly making scheduling errors and people are working ridiculous hours and like exactly when they don't want to work, that's not the same thing as if you trip and fall or you, you drop stuff and you kind of laugh about it or, you know, you bump into something. I don't know. It's these small, goofy mistakes, the, the clumsy things that kind of bring you down to earth. Not, not anything serious. And it, it shouldn't. If people actively hate you, this might not be the best strategy. But 
if you're in that situation, you're probably looking for different strategies anyway. And you're probably not so much worried about connecting with people as you are about outmaneuvering them. But what I want to add to the results of this experiment, okay, so in this situation where it is practical, um, the key word here, I think, is vulnerability. So making ourselves vulnerable, it allows us to connect with other people, it allows other people to connect with us because it makes them able to empathize with us. Because like I said earlier, everybody knows what it feels like to do something embarrassing when everybody's watching and how bad that feels because it really does feel awful. And it's not necessarily um, because we've been through the exact same thing, but because we just we all know too well what kind of issues come from being human, from being imperfect. And vulnerability gives others the ability to empathize with us, to connect on an emotional level. So if you see somebody as superhuman, um, somebody who, who never suffers from any of the issues that commonly plague our species, it, it's easy to see them as being a cold and distant robot, you know? And getting a peek through the cracks in their armor kind of makes you realize that deep down we all feel the same things. Uh, we all struggle with the same issues. We fight the same battles. Uh, and then maybe instead of being seen as superhuman, the person that's willing to show vulnerability can start to be respected instead. So vulnerability can be shown through those small humanizing mistakes. But it's a, it's a lot more powerful when it comes to a genuine place. If people know that you're doing it on purpose, it's going to kind of ruin it, right? The, the key here is to be legitimate about it. And it, the, the real lesson is just not to be afraid to show your weaknesses, to, to accept your flaws, and to accept them so fully that you can display them to the world and maybe even inspire somebody else through that display. Because maybe your internal struggle is more powerful and uplifting as an example to the other people around you than any kind of external accomplishment ever will be. So maybe somebody can use your weakness against you, sure. But instead of bowing down to that lesser nature, maybe you can develop the strength to get through that and to accept your true self even when nobody else will. And honestly, that's such a great impact to have on the world. That's such a, a positive uh, role to play. The reverse side of this, again, I've talked about a little bit already, but the reverse of this is that you have to be coming from a place of some, some kind of superiority before you can start showing your shortcomings like that. Um, you have to be seen as somewhat competent. And I'm not saying don't, don't be vulnerable uh, before you're good at what you do. Um, it, I think being, becoming good at something does take a certain amount of vulnerability because you have to make yourself, um, you, you have to put yourself in a situation where you're, you're willing to learn, which means accepting that you don't know what's going on, that you're not as good as you could be. And that's the only way to get better. But I, I'm talking about, to use a specific, uh, the, the pratfall effects in particular, um, you, you do have to be somewhat proficient at what you do. You have to be seen as competent. Because a screw-up who spills coffee on himself, that's really not surprising. It's not humanizing. This is kind of expected, you know? The, the intern who's super flustered and nervous and doesn't know what the hell is going on, when that person trips and spills coffee all over himself, that it's kind of funny. It's kind of sad. At the same time, it's not like, it's not the same thing as, you know, senior management tripping and, and spilling coffee. Somebody who's really confident, who knows what is going on. It, it's just a different, it's, it's a whole different thing. All right, so the less dominating personalities, you know, the, the people that are not seen as competent, they don't really have to be humanized because you don't really see them as being extraordinary to begin with. Okay, you first have to work your way past that basic social status uh, before the pratfall effect can really begin to have any real utility. But if you keep working on yourself, um, if you do your due diligence, if you do the work, listen to podcasts like this one, 
uh, and apply what you learn. You'll get there. It, it takes time, but it, it can happen a lot sooner than you guys think. So until next time, don't forget to check me out on Instagram. Um, the Psychology Hacks, Jack Gray. Thanks for listening, guys.